Daf is being given as the Chosifu Shalema Chaim Yeshua Ayyuleib Ben Masha and all those that were injured last night in Meiron. We are up to the top of Yotesa Amid Aleph, the Gemara, first line, Tanah Lulam Dechafinid. Brisa is telling us why did they, why was it that the Kohen Gadol was went up to base? Would they bring him up to base of Tinas? It was in order to teach him Chafina, the scooping of the scooping of the Ketiras that he did. which was a difficult avayda. He had to go ahead and take two, his two handfuls, Khafinas, Malay Khafna, the large of his handfuls. He has to take a, his handfuls and he has to carry the Ketiris into the Kodesh HaKadoshim. He's not allowed to put it down. He has to maneuver to get the handful of Ketiris onto the machta, uh, the shovel full of coals, and burn it inside the Kodesh HaKadoshim. So it was a difficult process. They had to teach it to him. They would bring him up every day to the to bring um, base of Tinas was where they made the Kataris, and that is where they taught him how to do the Khafina. Amar of Papa, of Papa says, The Kayan Gadol had two rooms, two chambers that belonged to him in the base of Megdash. One was Lishkas Parhejim, and the other was Lishkas base of Tinas. One was in the north, one was in the south. One was in the north, now we learned in the Mishnah. There were six Lashachas in the Azara, Gimel Batsafim and Gimel Badarim. Three in the north, three in the south. Shabadarim, the ones that were in the Darim, was Lishkas HaMelech, Lishkas HaParva, Lishkas HaMedichin. They were called Lishkas HaMelech, Lishkas HaParva, Lishkas HaMedichin. Lishkas HaMelech, Shasham Hayu, Nisan Melech, Lakarban. That was where they salted their Karbanas. And Lishkas HaParva, Shasham Hayu, Melchon, Iris, Kachim. Lishkas HaParva was where they salted the Iris of the Kachim in order to preserve them. The Al-Gaga, Haisa, Besat, Filu, Kayan, Gadom, Yom Kippurim. And on the rooftop of the Lishka Saparva was the um, was the base atfila where the Kohen Gadol would go in to in, uh, would go and be toivel the mikvah where the uh, the Kohen Gadol would be toivel every onion kipper the five tefillas that he did or four out of the five Lishka Samidichin and Lishka Samidichin what was it, why was it called that was Kisham Hayu Medichin Kerve that was where they would wash out the innards of the the Hamat would be in the Lishka Samidichin from the Kachim. From there, a spiral staircase went up to the rooftop of the Beis Parva, and that was how the Kohen Gadol would get up to the rooftop of the Beis Parva to go be tight. And that is on the southern side. So remember, when you come into the Beis Migdash from the eastern side, from the entrance to the Beis Migdash, which was on the east, the south would be to your left. So those three Lishachis were on the left. Gimel Shabbat and the three on the north were Lishkas Ha'etz, Lishkas Ha'goyla, Lishkas Ha'gazes. Lishkas Ha'etz, Lishkas Ha'goyla, and Lishkas Ha'gazes. Those were the three names. Rashi here says he doesn't know why it was called Lishkas Ha'etz. However, the Ravid and the, and the Rambam have Machlekes of whether the Ravid said it was because it was built completely out of Ha'etz. And Rambam argues on him and says it was also to build in the Azara out of Ha'etz, so it couldn't have been. That is why it was Lishkas Ha'etz. So the three names were Lishkas Eitz, Lishkas Gadol, Lishkas Gazus, Lishkas Eitz, Lishkas Eitz. I'm Rabbi Lazar Ben Yaakov Shichachti Moisa Mahoyis Mahoyis Mishameshes. I forgot what they used the Lishkas Eitz for. Abashol Omer Abashol says Lishkas Kohen Gadol Haisa Achurishdein. There was a Lishka of the Kohen Gadol that was behind both of them, meaning behind the Lishkas Eitz and the Lishka behind the Lishkas Gazus and the Lishkas Hagoyla, and that was the one that belonged. Um, Behind the Lishkas HaGadol and Lishkas HaGazis was what belonged to the Kohen Gadol. So from here we see that the Kohen Gadol had a chamber that belonged to him on the north. That was this Lishkas HaEitz.
the gag shloshta and shava, the rooftops of all three were equal, so it had one rooftop, there were three rooms next to each other, and they had one rooftop. Lishkas HaGoyla, what was the boy, was it called Lishkas HaGoyla? Shom Hayu Bar HaGoyla Galgil Nosan Alav. There was the Bar HaGoyla, the, the spring of water would come, that was called Bar HaGoyla, would come, uh, would, would be there, would go into the air, and the Galgal, the spigot, I guess, the whatever it was, um, was given on, was placed on top of it, and when Misham speak in Lechol Azara, from there they would provide water to the entire Azara. The Galgal was like, the spigot was the uh, contraption that they had to allow water in and out. Lishkas Hagazis, Lishkas Hagazis, Shamhayu, Shamhayu Sanhedrin, Shayushal, Yeshevis, Lishkas Hagazis was that was where the Sanhedrin would be. Uh, that was where they would sit. The Dona is a Kehanim, and they would judge the Kehanim. When the new Kehanim would come, so they would have to they would have to make sure two things: one, he didn't have a moment; two, that he was a miyuchas to and he was actually a kain. So Umisha nimsa by psol Somebody that they found a psol, they found that he was not miyuchas, he was not roy, he was not a kain. So then he would wear black. He put on black holdim and atif b'shchayim, and he wrap his head in black. V'yatzav ahalachlay, and he would go out from the lishkas hagazis and exit the base of migdash b'shalayim nimtzav b'psol. And one that they did not find a psol, meaning they found that he was a kohen miyuchas and did not have mum hayyalevish levenim. He would put on white clothing and atif levenim and wrap his head in white. And if nashim meshamesh im echav kehanim, and he go into the base of migdash and be meshamesh to the avoider with his brothers the kehanim. So we saw from the Lishkas, we saw from Abishol that the Lishkas Kohen Gadol was, he had his chamber over there behind the other two, that was the Lishkas Kohen Gadol, that was on the north side. So we see from the, the whole purpose of this Bryce, of this Mishnah, was to show us Kohen Gadol had one chamber that belonged to him that was on the north. No, you have it in your picture exactly where they lined up on the... Yeah, they were in the Azara. They were off to the side. They're somewhere in, in, in but that's a stroll, right? But that's a stroll. Part of it, part of it went into the further into the Azara. Yeah. Achas Bedarm, where do we see he had one in the southern side of the base of Migdash? Tetsnami learned in the Mishnah, Shivish Aram Hayuba Azara, there were seven gates in the Azara. Gimel Wutzafim, Gimel Wudarim, three in the nor- on the northern side, three on the southern side, Vachas Bemizrach, and one on the eastern side. Shebedarim, the, the gates that were on the southern side were Shar Hadleka, that was the first one was Shar Hadleka, Shani like Shar HaKarbon, the second one was Shar HaKarbon. Um, right. Oh, I'm sorry, I made a mistake. This is where Rashi says he doesn't know why they were called Sharad Leka and Sharad Karba. Rashi on, on Rashi on Lishka's Eights did not explain why it was called um, Lishka's Eights. But here he says he doesn't know why they were called that. And the Rush in the Sechdus Midas says that the reason why it was called Sharad Karba was because the others, that was the, the gate was built where the others brought their Karbanas on Hara Maria. That's why it's called Shara Carbon. Okay, so the first one is Shara Tleka, second one is Shara Carbon. Shlishi Loi, Shara Hamayim, the third one is Shara Hamayim. Those are the three gates that are on the southern side. Shabi Mizrach on the eastern side now is Shara Niknar. Shara Niknar, so we did the ones on the left. When we're facing Mason Bigdish, we did the ones on the south on the left. Now we go to the Mizrach. That was Shara Niknar. Famous Sharnikna, the main entrance to the base of English. Shtele Shachis, Hayusham, there were two chambers next to Sharnikna. Hayusham, Achas, Bimin, Achas, Masmaila, one to the right of it, one to the left of it. 
Achas Lishkas Pinchas Hamabish, one was Lishka of Pinchas the dresser. He was the professional dresser who would dress the Kohen Gadol and the Kohanim in their clothing. And one was the Lishka where they Kohanim that made the where they made the Chavit in the Menaches over there. Shevetzafan on the north, Sharnitzot was Sharnitzot, and the Bach changes it that it is Kimin Achsajahaya or Binyan Achsajahaya. Kimin Achsajahaya Sharnitzot was built not like a, was not full full walls around, rather it was built like a portico, which is that it has poles, um, poles, um, right, kind of like a gazebo, and a rooftop with uh, not beams. What's the word I'm looking for? No, another word for it. Pillars. Thank you. Pillars. And it would have pill. It would have pillars all around. Yeah. That was so. That's how Sharon Yitzchut was built. It had a aliyah chamber on top of it on the rooftop. And there the kohanim they would watch the base of from on top, and the levim would watch it from underneath. And the Bach changes it here and shouldn't be but rather it should be there was an entrance from there to the Chel. The Chel was the, the um, Amas, was it four or ten Amas? Chel was four Amas, I believe. That went around, surrounded the entire base of Adash. Shani Light, the second one was Shara Carbon, was Shara Carbon, Shlishi Light, Sharbis and Mikid, and the third Shar was Sharbis and Mikid. The Tanya, and we learned in a Brisa on this, Chamesh Tvilas, Vasar Kedushin, Tevil Kayan Gadol, Makadish Babayim. There were five Tvilas and ten Kedushin, five times that Kayan Gadol went to the Mikvah, and ten times that he washed his hand, that he did Kiddush Yadayim Viraglayim on Yom Kippur, Makadish Babayim on that day, on Yom Kippur. The Kulim B'Kodesh, all of them were in the Kodesh Al-Gag Parva on the rooftop of the Parva Chutz Mizu, except for the first one, that was done, not in the Kodesh, Gag Parva was a Kodesh, and it was in the Nazara, and here, the except for the first one, that, that was done, Al-Gabay Shar Hamayim, that was on Shar Hamayim, and it was on next to, it was next to his chamber, it was next to his Chamber, and we're not before we go there. So now, how do we see from here that there was one on the Dharam? Because we said, where was Sharamayim? Sharamayim was on the southern side, and right next to it, we said, was it was right next door to his Lishka, next to his chamber. So we see Sharamayim being Bedarm, and next to it was his Lishka, must be. He had one on the southern side as well. So that's how we see that he had one chamber on the northern side and one chamber on the southern side. We saw from the first price submission, we saw that there was a chamber that belonged to the Kohen Gadol on the northern side, and now we see there was a chamber that belonged on the that that belonged to the Kohen Gadol on the southern side. Belayadan, we don't know. We're not sure whether the Lishkas Parhejim was in the northern side and the Lishkas Base of Tinus was in the Dharm. Or the Lishkas Base of Tinus was in the northern side and Lishkas Parhejim was on the southern side. We say, it would make sense to say the Lishkas Parhejim Bedarm, the Lishkas Parhejim was in the Dharm. Why? Bedarm Havali was on the southern side. My timer. What's the reasoning? Let's say like this, because what did he do that whole week? He would get up early. He would cover his legs. Euphemism for using the bathroom, moving his bowels. He would go to the bathroom. And he would have to go to the mikvah, because anybody that 
would move their bowels, Rashi brings that Allah is they would have to go to the mikvah before entering the Azara. And then he would go to the northern side, Vagamar Khafina, he'd learn how to do Khafina in Bas Aftinas. Vaasil Bas Amigdash, Rabbit Avaidakuliyam, and then he'd come into the Bas Amigdash and do the Avaidah the entire day. Levahade Panya, the evening, Madhu Allah, they would spray for they would spritz him with the Mepara, Bahadur Azuladharam, and he'll go to the southern side of Tavel, and he'll go to the mikvah Minayach, and then he'd go to sleep. So if the Lushka's Parhajim was on the south, so what would it be? He'd wake up in the morning. Go to the mikvah, right? Use the bathroom. Go to the mikvah right next door to where he slept, and then he'd go around to base of Tinas, learn the chafina, go into the base of Migdash, do his avoda, and then he'd go ahead and go back to. He'd get sprayed with the mepara, go back to Lishka, to, to the southern side, go to the mikvah, and then go to bed, right? Because anybody who was tar and was sprayed with mepara would automatically would become tame. That's what we saw, right? according to Rabbi So now. That was why he would go ahead and. Um, that was why he went ahead and. Uh, that was why we would say it was on the southern side, because it would be less work, it would be less tircha on him to say that he would wake up and go right to the mikvah, right next door to him. The e amrit lishkas parhejim because if he said the lishkas parhejim was with tzafen, right, that was where he went to the mikvah, was in lishkas parhejim, was on the tzafen, makdam kayid, what would you say? You'd have to say, he would get up early, mesek raglov, use the bathroom, va'azol adarm, he'd have to go all the way around the base of Megdash to the southern side, right, he can't go through the azara because he's not allowed to until he, until he goes to the mikvah. So he would go to the mikvah, he'd walk around to the southern side, v'tavol, he'd go to the mikvah over there in lishkas parhejim. The Gamar Khafina, and then he'd go learn Khafina. And he'd do the entire day. in the evening, they'd spray him with the Maypara. Vahadar Azuladharm, he'd have to go back to the southern side of the Tavel and go to the mikvah. Now he'd have to come back and go back to the northern side, Umenech, and then have to go to sleep. And he'd go to sleep. So what would happen? You'd have him walking around, back and forth, all the way around, um, multiple times, and we don't want to do that to him. We wouldn't want to make such a tercha. Right? Are we going to make the Kohen Gadol work that hard? Make him do so much extra work? In fact, why wouldn't we make him... Why wouldn't we make him work harder? Umar is asking, Umar is saying, why not? The Itzaduki who lifrosh. Because if he's a tzaduki, he's going to say, this is not worth it for me. They're, they're troubling me so much, I don't want to be the Kayin Gadol anymore. Right? So it would help work, it would, it would, it would work in the, in the Claudius Yisrael's favor to trouble the Kayin Gadol more. So why are you saying that because we're going to make him walk around, walk extra, it's going to be too much tercha? Make him work harder to make sure that he's not a tzaduki. Says Enat what? Then he'll separate Enami, or I'll tell you the reason why we make him work so hard is so that he shouldn't get too haughty and I'll humble him a little, remind him like, don't worry, just because you're kind God, don't think you're so you're such a hot shot. Look how much we're making you work, and it'll it'll give him the time to reflect and humble him somewhat by making him work so hard. Because if you don't say that, if that's the case, Gemara is going to be a right that we don't care about the tircha. Because if you don't say that, 
Why don't we just build them? Why don't we just build these two lishachis right next to each other? The one where he goes to sleep, the one where he goes to mikvah. Build them next to each other, and they'll go to go to sleep, wake up, and go right to the mikvah, right? And then go right next, um, and then go next door to base of tinas. Why are you making him walk around so much? Inami or say that one of them is enough. Why does he need to have two? Elamai, the fact that he has two and they're not next to each other means we want the tirchadim there either to take out to make sure he's not a tzaduki or to humble him. So therefore, you can't bring the araya just based on the the pattern that the kohen gadol would have to follow each day, the routine he would have to follow. That he is not that um, that the lishkas parhedrin is on the southern side. It was built to be inefficient, and in, right, it was built inefficient intentionally. So we said in the mission of Amrulai Ishikai and Galdo, we say to him, right, the, the Gemara says that the, 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 the mission says that the Zikni Bezlin would say to him, Ishikai and Galdo, we are Shluche Bezlin and you are our Shliach. Right? It says, So the Gemara says, Lema Teheve Tiyuvta de Ravuna, let's say it's a Pircha on Ravuna. They are shliach of the Rachmana. They're shliach of the Torah and not our shluchim. Right? The nafkamin is going to be if I'm mudra enough from kaihanim, or that specific kohen. If I make a nether, I'm not going to have enough from the kohen. So, am I allowed to have enough from him if he's bringing? Am I allowed to allow that kohen to bring my carbon? If he's my shliach, then I'm getting a hana out of him. It's also for me to use his service. If he's a shliach to Rachmana when he's doing the carbon, bringing the carbon, he's a shliach of Hashem to bring the carbon. So then I'm not getting a hana out of him. His service is for Hashem, and therefore I would be able to use him to bring the carbon. So now, what's the question? Why is it a raya that it's not like Reb Shuba maybe? Because the amrit shluchid didaninu. If he was the shliach of ours, me ikamidi the anam loy matzin in the mevav shluchidi don matzu avdi. Is there something that we are not? Is, is is there something that we couldn't do, and the shliach of and our shliach would be able to go ahead and bring and and do it? Right? Meaning, if there are shliach, they can't do something that it is that isn't uh, that isn't something we can do. If I'm not capable of doing it, I can't appoint a shliach to go ahead and do it for me. So if I'm not allowed to bring the kedarim, so then I can't say that he is my he, he is my um, um, he is my shliach. Right? He can't be my agent for something I'm not able to do. Skamara says no. The right the mission the the. The mission that says is not that's not what it means. It doesn't mean we're saying you are our shliach to go do this avoida for us. Rather, it's hachi um, like this is what they were saying to him. We're saying to you is that the shvua that you make that you make is according to our das and the das of bezin. Meaning, don't play tricks with us and say in your heaven mind in your heart and say no. This is the way I'm doing. I'm making a shvua, and in my mind, I'm really not having a mind to do to make the shvua according to you, and you would interpret my words in a different way according to me than you would interpret it according to you. Rather, they said to him, not that you're our shliach, but rather they were saying it's on our das, according to our what we intend 
And what Bezdin intends, are you making a shvua according to us? And to that, he would make the shvua. The Mishnah continued and said, He would turn away and cry, and they would turn away and cry. He would turn away and cry because they would chashed him that he was a tzaduki. And they would turn away and cry. Why would they cry? Anybody who is chashed b'kshirim, somebody that's a kasher, you chashed him for something that he that he's innocent about. So then you are going to be afflicted in your guf. We learn that from we would learn that we learn that from Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu said the. The Claudius Roll is not going to listen to me. What did Akkadish Baruch Hu say? He said, Stick your hand into your chest and take it out, and it turned into Tsaras. Why? Because he was Cheshit Bikshir and Claudius Roll that they weren't going to believe. So, therefore, they would turn away and cry because they were Cheshit Bikshir and that he was Chayiv Tsaras. The Kolchach Lama, why were they Cheshit him so much? So they wanted to make because they wanted to make sure that he wouldn't go ahead and do the, the avoida of Yom Kippur of bringing the Kutoris in to the Kodesh Hakadoshim like the Tzedukim would do, which was they would put the Kutoris onto the Machta onto the coals before they enter the Kodesh Hakadoshim, and then we'll walk into it with the shovel full of burning coal, burning Kutoris into the Beis Hamikdash versus how we do it. We do it is that they go. He goes in with a handful of the. He has one hand. He has the coals, and the other hand he has the kataris, and then right he does. He has to use his mouth and flip it, flip over the spoonful of kataris into his house, and then put it onto. No, he has to flip it from the spoon into his hands, and then from his hands into the coals. What did I say? Oh, he said house. Sorry. His hands. Put it into his house. Okay. Tanu Rabbanon, the Rabbanon taught. Maise with Tzaduki Yechot, Shehiskin, Lechot, Vehechnes, Vehechnes. There was a Maise with one Tzaduki that first he put it outside. He was Mesakin, the Keturis, outside, and then he went into the Kodesh HaKadoshim. Be'etiyasei hayo sameach simcha gedayla. When he came out, he was really, he was really quite happy that he, he got Klal Yisrael there. He got the Chachamim uh, there. If he bumped into his father, Amalai said to him, Bini, af alpi she tzedukim anu, even though we're tzedukim, Miss Yarin anu, Minapurushim, we're afraid of the Chachamim. Amalai, so he said back, to, the kid said back to his father, All my life I, I couldn't, un, I, 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 I had sat from this Pasuk that says, Kiba'anan eroyal kapoyres, with a cloud I will appear on the, in front of the kapoyres, meaning the cloud of, that came from the kapoyres. I'd go into the Kodesh that he would understand it. I'd go into the Kodesh Kodesh with this. Amarti, what was? Why was I mitzdar on it? Because Amarti, I said, When am I going to? When is it going to come to me that I'm capable of being mekayim this pasuk? Now that it came to my hand, I had the ability to do it because I was able to buy my way into, be, into being the kohen gadol. Now I have the opportunity to go ahead and do it, not like the Chum said, but how I want, how uh, we translate it. I'm not going to be mekayim in the way we did it. Amru Amru. It said about him, it didn't take many days until he died, and he was lying in the garbage. He just died, obviously, a embarrassing death, and he was just left in the garbage, nobody cared for him. And there were worms crawling out of his nose, and the reason why he was crawling out of his nose, because the first part, to go, first part of his body to enter into the Kodesh HaKadoshim was his nose.
his big Jewish nose was sticking out the most. And that was what entered the Kodesh Kodesh first. And therefore, worms were crawling out of his nose first. When he came out, he was hit right away. They heard a voice in the Hazara. They heard um, some uh, a crazy sound, a uh, uh, loud, loud noise in the Hazara. And Malach uh, and it was a Malach that came. And what was the sound from? It was that a Malach came and hit him on the face. And when the Kehanim heard this noise, so they ran into the Besamikdash, into the Kodesh to go see what went on. And they found that it was the, the footprint of a of the foot of a regular rounded, a rounded uh, footprint on his between his shoulder. Between his shoulders, in place of his head, there was just a footprint. Shenemar, like it says in the Pasuk, it says about the Malachim that their leg was straight, one straight leg, the Kafraglayim, Kafraglayim, and the, hoof, the foot of their, of their leg was like the foot of a calf. That's how you see, that was the fact that you see the Pasuk talks about their foot being like a Kafragal, that it must be that they stepped, uh, that when, that, that's how we see. This that they must have been a malach came and stepped on him to kill him. Amr b'sayer ben Kavuto. Zachary ben Kavuto said. Kavutal says. Masni right? The Mishnah continued and said that Zachary ben Kavuto will go ahead and and, and lane Daniel to the Kahanim Gedolim on Yom Kippur. Masni lavrav Chanun bar Rava lechi bar Rav kamei the Rav. Chanun bar Rava was saying over this Mishnah to to Chia bar Rav in front of Rav. And what did he say? He said, Amar Reb Zechariah ben Kefutal, said Reb Zechariah ben Kefutal with a fei. Not with a vase, like, but with a fei. And Rav hinted with his hand that it shouldn't be Kefutal, but rather he did some sort of hint that it should be Kefutal with a vase. The name of why doesn't he go and say, why didn't he go ahead and say it to him that it's Kefutal? Why did Rav hint it to him? says, Kriyash he was in the middle of the lane in Kriyashma, so he couldn't speak. Where it says, Chiyah Gavna Mishari is a mutter to go ahead and hint during Kriyashma. Farmer of Yitzchak Bar Shmuel Bar Marta, Yitzchak Bar Shmuel Bar Marta says, Akariyashma, lo yirmez beinav, lo yikritz bisvatsav, lo yirbez boitzav. A person who is in the middle of the lane in Kriyashma shouldn't hint with his eyes, he shouldn't mouth it with his mouth, lips, and he shouldn't point with his fingers. All of them are just using all the shyness of hinting to somebody. Without actually using your voice. Vitana Rebelazar Chasma Aimer. And we have another Bryce that says, Rebelazar Chasma says, Hakoreshema, Ramis Bain of a Makaris Besvas of a Marabets, all of a cuss of Aimer, Belay, Isi Koreasi Yaakov. And Rebelazar Chasma says that anybody who does hint during Kriyashma, whether it's his eyes, fingers, or mouth, so on that the Pasuk says, Belay, Isi Koreasi Yaakov, it's showing that they have a defiance to the Vanish Lamins, and but the last of the boss in the Pasuk is, and not to me. Did Yaakov call out? And he's saying that you didn't call out to me. You didn't show the Rebunjalab the proper respect. So how could it be that Rav hinted? It says like Kasha, that's not that's not a Kasha. This is in the first parak, Habiparak Shani, that is in the second parak. In the first parak, we have to have proper kavona in Kriyashma, so there you're not allowed to hint. After the first parak, hinting is okay. Tanu Rabbanon, the Rabbanon taught Vidibar to Bum. It says in Kriyashma that you should speak in them in the very Torah. What does that mean? Bum Veloy Betvila, speak in them Veloy Betvila, don't talk in, of other things. Right, them meaning, what did we, we dash from this? That, that when you say Kriyashma, say it out loud. This first rush is Kriyashma, say it out loud. 
Tvila should be quiet. Shmoneso, it should be quiet. Vidibarta bum, another another limit from the Bartha Bomb, Bom Yeshov Rashusl Dabar. In Torah you have Rashus to speak. Torah Krishma you have Rashus to speak. Void Varmachim, but you're not allowed to talk about the very batala. Go ahead and make the Torah keva. And don't make them aray. It should be something you speak about regularly. It should be keva. And not something that is, oh, here and there. Anybody who talks mundane matters is over in Hasei. permission to speak about them and not other things, not Sichas Chulan. Yaakov says over Belav is even over on a lav. Shemar it says in Pasuk, Kol Hadvarim Yegeim Lo Yuchal Ishad the Daber all the things that are tiring old Dvarim Betelim person is not allowed to speak. So you see from that last Pasuk, um, which is in Kehelas, that it's even a sort of a lav to, to discuss Dvarim Betelim. Zok the Mishnah. The Mishnah says Bikesh Leisnamim the Kohen Gadol wants to go to sleep. So then Pirchei Kuhuna makim lefana be'etzba the Pirchei Kuhuna come and they, they hit with their fingers, the etzba tzreda, we'll see that it's referring to the index finger. And they say to him, stand up and, and chill yourself on the floor, stand on the stone floor, wake yourself up. And, and chill yourself you know, on the cold floor. And they kept him busy trying to get him they, they to get him walking him around, walking on the cold floor, to get him to stay awake until it came time for the shkita uh, sataman, and now he started getting busy, so it will keep prevent him from sleeping. My tzreda, what is the lashon of tzreda? Amr of Yehuda, Yehuda says tzarsa dida, the tzara of this one, meaning it was connected to the next one. It's the index finger is connected to the goidal. This dida is referring to the thumb, and my he, which one is that goidal? That which is the da, that is the goidal. And if Huna showed it, where he snapped his fingers with the index finger and the thumb, and it made a very loud sound that was heard throughout the whole base madrash. I tried. I don't know, and I actually, I'm trying to remember, I actually met somebody who, I know somebody who could do it with a snap between your, no, no, I, that's a lot louder than that. Most people can't. The Mishnah continues said they say to him, chill yourself on the floor. What did it say? On one Mahi, what did it say? They said, show the bowing over of that you would bend over from your at your waist, lean forward all the way onto your fingers. Kida was bowing over onto your thumbs. Masikin Isai Achi Gis Manchita, they keep him busy until his Manchita, Tano Loya Masikin Isai, Loiba Naval, Loiba Kinar, Eloba Pet, they wouldn't keep him busy with a naval or Kinar using instruments, rather they would do it with his mouth. Mayu, Amim Lai, what did they say to him? Himashem Loyivna base Shav Amashem Loyivna Bayas Hashem didn't build this base of Megish, Sham Amaloi Banav by that for nothing the, the builders would toil to build it. They would, right, so they would tell them, don't go to sleep because it was necessary. Even the, the, um, the respected ones of Yerushalayim, they would not go to sleep a whole night, nor that there should be sounds. So to be, should be sounds in the base of Migdash um, to keep him awake from the fact that there was so, many, there was so much noise. 
he would hear it and he would say, like, Tanya Abishal, Lemer Abishal says, Af Begvulin Hayu Eisenkain, Zechel Mikdash, even in Gulin, in the outside of Eretz Yisrael, they would do this as a Zechel to Mikdash, they wouldn't go, go to sleep at night of Yom Kippur. In the end, it would cause them that they, it would cause by being up, they would sin. It would be mingling of the men and women. Amar Abayah, the Yisemer of Nachman Ber Yitzchak, Abayah said, Yisemer of Nachman Ber Yitzchak, Tergumma, translate that. What was the Tzgulin that was in Arda? It was referring to Narda. The Amar Le Eliyahu, Rav Yehuda Achud, Rav Salach Hasida, Rav Eliyahu, and Avi said to Yehuda Achud, Rav Salach Hasida, Amisu, Amai Loyasu, Mashiach. He said, Why didn't Mashiach come? But in the Yom Kippur, but today's Yom Kippur. It's Yom Kippur, so we should come. So he said, because in the today's Yom Kippur, all came up with and Narda, and there were there were so many. The Sulas that were Baal in Naharda, they sinned in Naharda. They were Baal the Sulas on Yom Kippur in Naharda. Amr So he said to him, so the, so the Rav Yehuda, brother of Salah Hasid, said to Eliyahu Nava, Yakadish Baruchu, my Amr. What does Rabbi Nishalim say? Amr what, what does he say about these Averis? Amr Lay, he said to him, the Pesach Revis, he says that the Yetzirah is waiting there to cause you to sin. So he said to him, the Satan Mayamr. So what does the Satan say in response to Rabbi and blaming it on the Yetzirah? The Satan on Yom Kippur does not have permission to go ahead and um, prosecute to, to, to go against, to open their mouths against Chayisrael. Mimai, how do we know this? Rambi Rechama says, how do we know that he doesn't have permission to speak on Yom Kippur? Rambi Rechama says, our Satan Megamatria Talas, Satan is Megamatria Talas Meya Vashitin, Ba'arba is Megamatria of 364 Havi. Three hundred and sixty-four days a year, he has permission to go and um, prosecute against. However, on Yom Kippur, the 365th day, he does not have permission to go speak out against Klal Yisrael.